Hey y'all, this is Ty. I'm Shell. And I'm Q. And you're listening to the Triple Faith Walk Podcast, the show that provides perspective on the Bible and Christian living while encouraging authentic relationships with God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, y'all. Whatever time you're listening, this is Kwamika and I am kicking us off today. So welcome, welcome and come on in. Uh, let's see. So today we are going to talk about Noah and Noah's Ark. But before we do that, we're going to pray real quick. All right, y'all, let's get it together. Get your posture right. If you're driving, don't close the mind. All right. I'll let you Father God, oh, don't do that either. Okay. <laughs> you're crazy. Father <laughs> God, thank you for bringing us together for another episode of Triple Faith Walk. Uh, we ask that you just speak through us to our audience today. We hope that everyone listening in is in good spirits, good health, around good energy, um, and that we just, we, you know, we have fun today with today's podcast. So, Lord Father, use us to speak to your people. And amen. 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 Hallelujah. Use us to speak All to right. your people. Speak, speak, Lord. Okay. Speak so let's jump in, y'all, because we, we, oh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Hit that no, that too. was it. That was it. Okay. I was going to let you run with it. All right. So let's see. So we said we were going to talk about the flood and Noah's Ark today. And the way best friend is looking at me, she probably want me to turn my camera on. But um, whew, she's so special. Bless her heart. So here we go, y'all. So if you know, back in the book of Genesis, um, there's a story about a man named Noah and his family. A good brother, so, Noah. Good brother Noah, okay? So Noah's, Noah was a righteous man. Um, <laughs> either way, y'all know what we was down here doing. We was down here sinning. And God was not happy with our behavior. And Noah, Noah was a, was a righteous man. Um, and because Noah was righteous, God decided not to wipe him out when he wiped out the rest of the earth, right? So God told Noah, Y'all gonna let me tell this whole story? God Go told right ahead, sis. that he was to build an ark and that him and his family were to go into this ark and to take a male and female of every species. I was about to say race, y'all. <laughs> of every species on the planet into the, into the ark with him um, because he was going to basically wipe out the earth, wipe out all living creatures because of how corrupt um, and the bad behaviors of us. Um, so ultimately, Noah Noah did what he was supposed to do. So Noah spent time. How long did Noah build that ark, y'all? He spent... Is this a pop quiz? Right. No, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying... Noah was an old man, but I, I know he spent a long time on that ark. And it's in the 600th year of his life, first of all. Yeah, Let's no, just start no. with that. He was well, 600. Had had Eve minded her business in that garden, maybe the rest of us could live the 600, but she wanted to have wisdom. I mean, so God this, said, this, was, this was after Eve, and he yeah, was 600. But, but you know, back in the That's Old true. Testament, they lived to be hundreds and hundreds of years old in the Old Testament. Yeah, until we got on God's nerves, and he said, I, I, mm-mm. Well, I ain't gonna argue because I don't want to be here for no six hundred years. I miss me. This world is ghetto. <laughs> the world is definitely ghetto, but I mean, but, he he had to be in good shape because if he built that ark, that man had physique. Is that the right word? 
I yeah, but like you. I think, but it's like different because like even what they be saying like uh, what's it like? It's just a like our lifetime is just a blink of an eye to God. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, well, if we a blink, then they they a whole stutter because I mean, not a whole stutter. That's a whole stutter, sis. Because how? How? Okay, so y'all not gonna tell me how long? Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. While we was talking, let me go look it up in the Bible. Google. You know, I got it. I don't see it. Did Noah build build the ark? The I'm over here trying to yeah. read the Bible real quick. <laughs> Some God. often confuse God's statement in Genesis 6-3 as the time it took Noah to build the ark. However, those 120 years or the way this is no, that's when go. that's when God said, Y'all, y'all want to play play? All right, cool. Y'all not yeah. gonna live more than 120 years. Anyway, it took five so, years. Oh. It took five okay. years. Okay. So so five so years. God God commanded Noah to build the ark. So think about that. So one, God spoke oh, to Noah. A hundred years. A hundred years. Okay, I, I need know. you to get it together know. before you stop my storytelling again. Google, Google, Google be lying. So Wait I got the Bible. That Hold on, yeah. Lie. Let me, let me. <laughs> okay, so while they looking, God, God spoke to Noah and told him that he was to build an ark. He was commanded to build this ark uh, to save not only the human race, but the species that God created and placed on the earth. Um, so Noah took the time to build this ark. And you guys can go, I think it's in like Genesis 6, where he talks about how big, where it, it talks about in the Bible, how big the, the ark is, a.k.a. the mm-hmm. boat. The boat was big, y'all. The boat was big. Um, so ultimately... Not the little play play yachts y'all be seeing. Right. It was right. a big boat. <laughs> Not these little boats. Not these little boats. Um... So basically what happened was Noah built this ark as he was instructed to do and he was to take his family with him and put his family on the boat along with a female and a male version of every animal, right? So pairs. Um, why? Because that was going to repopulate the earth with the species and through Noah's family, his descendants. So we are cousins. I'm going to just put it that way. But um. <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. girl. We, we was cousins. cousins from the beginning. What you mean? Because we're not. We're not. No, we're not. Adam we're not. and Eve was the first two people, so we we're all not, related. We're not cousins. In some That's way. not the. I feel like when God gave everybody different languages and split us across, split, split us, split us across the planet, He said, mm, "Y'all go over here. Y'all one. Y'all one family. Y'all go over here." But I mean, they was marrying their cousins back then. They ain't had no choice. It was only so many people. They was trying but to stay, now, stay away from them Canaanites. Well, you know, some people still choose to marry their cousins. In some cultures, they say after the third cousin, that's where you can start marrying and, you know, dating with your cousins because, you know, that's how mutate. I'm so serious. Y'all know I'm a social worker. I'll be having to study this. I And I got a sociology degree, study of human behavior. Let me tell you. So uh, is, is this where we pick was, you back up? <laughs> yeah, we we pick we picking back up. Okay. And so, so Noah built and action. Go. Noah built this large art. Okay, and he got everybody on board. He was instructed to bring his family, so his wife, and he had three sons. So his wife, his three sons, and his three sons' wives, right? So Noah, his three kids, and then, you know, the four wives. His wife, the mother, his kids, and then, you know, their wives. Okay, but then they ultimately brought on every kind of animal, every bird, every animal, anything on the ground, you know, because God wanted to make sure that the species, the animals that were there before the flood, could be repopulated on Earth. 
So um, Noah and the species, they had enough food on the ark. They were on the ark. And God literally made it rain, y'all. God made it rain. How long did he make it rain, y'all? 40 days and mm. 40 nights. Mm. Okay. I want to say that's right. I want to say that's right. It, it, I'm looking um, at it. It's in oh. the Bible. <laughs> now, I didn't, read, I didn't skim this chapter about five times. And I don't see how long it took Noah to build it. So... Maybe he didn't say. Y'all use y'all imagination. Long time, long time for it to be a big for it to be a big boat to hold all the species on the planet. Okay, yeah. so here's what I always think about. Right? Does what that mean it was dinosaurs on the boat? I mean, it could have been. Maybe. I mean, but clearly they knew not to eat each other. I was just wondering. I mean, because lions and tigers and bears, honey. Actually, were dinosaurs, they might have been gone by then. I don't know how this worked. How, I'm not, Clay? I don't, that, I don't that, remember they the couldn't years. Have been. What was they the years of been. dinosaurs? Before me and you. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Either know. way. Sorry, y'all. So, that was so just Noah, my personal question. Noah, Noah did as he was instructed to do. And Noah put his family his children and their wives so his family on that boat with the animals and they lived together for 40 days 40 nights while god flooded the, the earth and um there was a birdie was it a dove there was a bird that noah used after the rain had finished there was a bird that noah noah let out of the ark um and ultimately with the bird coming back to the boat or the it earth was a dove. okay I thought that's where the dove and the olive came because the dove brought the olive to the boat. It's like, you know, hey, it's almost it's almost good out here for y'all. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So after the rain had, had finished doing what it was doing, after God, you know, flooded the earth, literally wiping out every living creature on the earth, um, you know, the earth had to then dry. So Noah would send this bird out and the bird would fly back. And then that's how Noah knew there was nowhere for the bird to land because everything was flooded. So the, the Noah did this a couple of times. I don't know how many, but he did this a couple of times to see, you know, if it was safe for him and the species on the on the ark to come out. Um, and then the bird came back one time with an olive branch, right? And then, aka, the water levels had lowered. And then the bird went out again. And that thing ain't never come back, y'all. So Noah knew that it was safe for him and all the creatures on the ark to come out. Um, and from that, God instructed them to basically be fruitful and multiply, repopulate the earth. Did I miss anything? No, the only think... thing I, I say is it's by sevens. So it wasn't just purse. If it was a clean animal, clean beast, it was seven sets, not just one. What? Uh, yeah, so it was seven, so so it was seven sets, so technically fourteen. Just FYI, seven so sets. In what? Chapter seven, verse two. It says, "Take with you seven of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate. Two of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven oh. of every kind of bird, male mm -hmm. and female, to keep the various kinds alive throughout the earth." Oh, okay. So look at look at that, cause I that is a, a good detail that I clearly did not remember. So um cool. So that that's right, y'all. So they they went back out of the ark, 
and they were to go forth and multiply. What is it? That's what they said. What God said. God said, go forth and multiply. Right. Is that a question for us? God said, go forth and multiply. No, that's a statement. I, I, I was oh. trying to use the exact words, but I don't see the scripture in front of me. Yes. Paraphrase. It says, bring out every kind of living creature that is with you. The birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase in num in the in number upon it. To say that last part again, what did you increase in number upon it? Okay, so ultimately, go forth and repopulate the earth. There's a lot in this story because I think it continues, um, where Noah gives. He goes and he sacrifices animals that were meant to be sacrificed um, to God. And God was pleased with what Noah did. And from that, what did we get, y'all? Life. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. The covenant. <laughs> oh, well, that yeah, God that was, too. <laughs> that God was never going to flood the earth again. Um, And then that's when he gave us our rainbow. Hey. Come on. Y'all not excited about the rainbow? I was about to sing there's a rainbow in the sky but the song is there's a ribbon in the sky Lord fix it <laughs> Ooh, okay <laughs> we can change it for the sake of the podcast there's a rainbow in the sky for our love for God's Sorry. love <laughs> you think they cage the animals on the ark huh y'all think that they cage the animals on the ark that's a good question. I don't. Did they have? I mean, no. They probably had to have separate sections so they didn't eat each other. I feel With, like, like no. the three level thing. Because you know, some some animals are prey and some are predators. But, but you know, God is God too, so He probably like ceased it. But it was three levels. Y'all start, don't y'all, y'all don't think animals got free will like us, right? But. Oh. God, God wouldn't have said. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there was eight <laughs> regular food. I don't know plants and stuff. I don't know. I, they wouldn't eat each other. How they gonna eat each other if they were supposed to be used to repopulate the earth? That's what I'm saying. I don't think they ate each other. They had to be separated. Well, no, they don't eat each other. I just asked, what do you think they was caged? I don't think necessarily don't think caged, so. but I think they had separate areas. First of all. God didn't say Noah build cages for these animals to living in in confinement. If that's the right word, I feel like they would have had free reign, but they obviously had common sense. If God allowed them to come on the ark, they wasn't gonna get on that ark and act up. I mean, they had a lower, middle, and upper deck. These animals had to be separate. I don't know, because I mean. That's a, that long, that's, a, that's a long time to be in a, in a cage. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I feel like... I mean, they kept the, kept the slaves under the boat for longer than 40 days, so the animals would have well, been fine. Well, because it only rained for 40 days. You know they was on the boat longer than 40 days, though, because they had to wait for it. They had to wait for the Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm just so saying... It was months. No, I was but but I don't think that. they would be in confinement because... Is different. I feel like the animals had to have some sort of innocence to them if they were saved, right? Yeah. Well, because well, I mean, the tiger is a tiger, but it's a clean beast and then unclean beast. Like, 
I mean, we know like what like what is clean versus unclean. Well, unclean well, is like a pig, right? And so um the pig was on the boat, right? But then obviously there was also maybe foxes and wolves, right? And they eat pigs. So they I had mean to there were also separate. there were also women on the boat. We know women are ceremonially unclean at some point. Oh, and the women was on the oh, boat. Oh goodness, according to I forget which book that was we were reading. Women could not even be <laughs> anywhere near church. Like, Don't come near this building. Don't come near like, the holy temple. I'm unclean because I get my monthly. This is not right. I just was trying to hear the Lord today. Mm-mm. They said, get yeah. out. Not get out. You couldn't even get in. What you That's mean? What get out? You was waiting outside the club. You can't even. You ain't gonna stand outside the club. You not even. <laughs> <laughs> gonna praise outside the church. Right. Couldn't even get in. Okay. Um. So that that's really the story, y'all. So then that's how we ended up with the covenant with God that He would never again destroy the earth, um, by way of flood, um, or wipe out humanity by way of a flood. So that's how we ended up with our our handy dandy rainbow. It was a. It was. Girl, a you excited about this rainbow? <laughs> yeah. Y'all not excited about the rainbow? Oh, the rainbow. The rainbow. Yeah, the rainbow. Can you imagine being on a boat? It's just you, your wife, or your husband, and your parents, and your siblings for that with every creature. Like, I would be real excited to get up off of that thing and see a rainbow. Especially if all I could see was the inside of some wood for, for that long. That's just a lot. Um, But ultimately, where were we going with this, y'all? So, I guess <clears throat> when we think about the story of Noah, it's a lot to dissect because I mean just imagine God pulling up to you today and telling you to do something that's crazy and you just being like okay God you know and everybody's just looking at you like so you're building a boat like a boat big enough for animals and you said it's gonna rain and we all gonna die like it's just no you know what I'm saying like people are not gonna believe you it takes a lot I feel like a lot of faith and confidence to be like all right Lord I'm gonna go ahead and build this boat but don't please don't have me out here looking crazy I mean but even then (laughs) even then you gotta think about it so he I mean he clearly felt I don't know I don't know. I feel like when you receive a message directly from God, wasn't as serious as that. Like if you don't, basically, if you don't do this, you, your family gone. Yeah, you're gone. You're gonna get your supplies together, and you're gonna, regardless of what your neighbors doing down the block, you're gonna build that boat, honey. So yeah, and a, a boat that big, it had to take some time. So just imagine the people walking by, like he's still building that boat. You, he he probably a couple times had to be like, okay. Did I hear God or am I hearing voices? He really right. had to probably question it a couple times. Right. And then just imagine the people when they start drowning. Dang, he said we was going. <laughs> <laughs> they like, he me. was really right. It is really raining out here. It's really raining. No, but I, one, I, of the things, one of the things I thought about, though, was like, God told him to build this boat, which was already like a demonstration of his faith. But then also, 
he was like, take your whole family, take these animals, and forget your friends. Because <laughs> the mean, friends probably didn't believe. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine, though, really having, like, I know when we think about it like that way, when we think of it as Noah, it's like, you know, yeah, forget your friends, get on the boat. But I'll be like, dang, Lord, I can't take <laughs> Queen Michelle. I can't take them with me. I really got to leave my friends. Not that the Lord would choose me over y'all. I mean, I am a top favorite, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like, not man, you, Not you in the first is, round. First like, round this is, <laughs> These is really my friends. And I think about the fact that he really had to leave things behind. God gave him very specific instructions on what could go and what it couldn't, you know? And when I think about in perspective, like for us, when God is moving us into different seasons, we be like, dang God, but my friend can't come with me. Like they can't come mm-hmm. into this next season. And God's like, no, you really have to leave this person or these people or whatever your vices are. You have to leave those things behind because they don't, they can't go where I'm taking you. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, funny when we think about it with Noah, but when it happens with us in real life, we be still low key holding on for dear life. Like, but I want to, I want to take them with me. I love them. They good. You know, it's okay, Lord, we'll figure it out. And sometimes he really is trying to separate us from certain things or certain people. And then it's not so easy, right? Because now it's us and not Noah. Mm -hmm. It could be the difference between you and life or death. Right. And not Mm -hmm. just that, like, or even in in modern day terms like even if we don't do as extreme as like life or death it could be between you and your goals if you sit out like you know like we talk about praying we talk about fasting we talk about praying for things and making it plain and god knows our heart and he gives us things that we you know pray fast and meditate for but some of the things we try to hold on to may be blocking our blessings and i think we talked about this in a previous episode but it goes to that obedience and goes hand in hand like i think you gave the description of the bear like uh, it was a small mm-hmm. brand front and then it was a big brand back right and like if you just follow me and if you just you know follow my commands and let go of what I told you to let go now your family is the only reason why we have life you know today point blank period um and then he lived to be what 900 not like 950 so he even got mm-hmm. like who's to say that since this is his life mission he wasn't granted with even a more longer lasting life <laughs> Um, so I think it's just it, it, this story can go so many different ways you can talk about obedience and being steadfast and keeping on the journey because like once you hear from God and it might not happen tomorrow but like we hear from God all the time when you you praying and you fasting and you did things and then it's kind of like oh but it didn't happen within this year so it must not be happening no it can take years to do it can take some things takes a day sometimes especially that point but God God at quick you know, uh, sometimes it happened almost immediately sometimes it takes years so I think it's also uh this story is an important testament speaking to that um and really being obedient and follow God's commands and when he give you a vision and made a plan for you who are you to you know question it not saying you know like you show you know check what y'all say we'll be checking in with the Lord check in like you sure okay I'm still on the the straight narrow okay (laughs) build this boat Three levels. Not you don't want me to stop at two. Okay. One more, Lord. One more. You know that and, I ain't got no more sandpaper, Lord. I got a splinter, Lord. Not splinters. And when I said life or death, I didn't mean like life or death. I meant like 
salvation, right? Like they he clearly wiped out the people that he thought were, you know, turning towards wicked ways, right? He literally said Noah was righteous, aka he lived according to God's will. Um and that's why him and his family were saved. So, I mean, literally, there are some behaviors that God may direct you to get rid of or away from. There may be some people. Uh, there may be a job. There may be opportunities, right? Um, but if God has commanded you to do something, and that's that's what you clearly heard from him, and he puts it on your heart, you better just move. Start moving. I think another thing in this that he says that stands out to me is like God tells Noah like I'm I'm about to destroy the earth like is it for the people right and then he tells him go and build this ark which is obviously something that he's doing but the thing that's supposed to be happening is not there yet and I think it also speaks to like our preparation during the wait time right because he knows mm-hmm. god it, he said i'm a fly float the earth he told him but he had to continue to prepare even though he didn't see like he not looking up at the sky like oh the clouds are getting darker you know it wasn't that type of situation so he's preparing for something that's not there yet preparing for something that he can't see yet but trusting it because this is what god told him And even when we think of the things like the desires of our heart or the things that God confirms, like this will happen or this will come, you know, in its due time, during that time, still taking the initiative to prepare for where God is taking us and what he's taking us towards. I think in him building the ark, like that's an example to us as well, that we don't just wait around you know for things to happen like we don't just wait around and be like okay one day you know the lord's gonna send my husband and i'm gonna be ready you know it doesn't happen like that we have to actually be intentional in the things that we do in the preparation process faith without works is dead but i mean hello but even then it's like there were obviously multiple seasons that god took Noah through before he let the flood come mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so I you know how people be like everything worked uh, uh all things work together for those of those who, for those who love the Lord right mm-hmm. like Noah legit was working he was putting in that work for however many seasons before the flood actually happened um and it was a message that God gave to Noah and maybe his wife didn't understand maybe his kids didn't understand but can we talk about this man being the head of his household? Because he done told me that this is where you are going. And they and they went. And they, and they, and they went. You know what though? Queen, that might be that. that might be why it doesn't tell us how long it took him to build the ark. That might be intentional. You think so? Because you know, know like we put on God. Right. We put a time on everything, but God be like, you better chill out and go at my pace. And then when he finished it, the Lord said, now in seven days, I'll do X, Y, and Z. But it might be very intentional. Not even might. I mean, I feel like everything in the Bible is intentional. So I feel like it's intentional that there's no time time frame. I I believe it. I believe it. Because, you know, we as humans, we want to put God on the timer. 
Mm-hmm. And we want to we want to give ourselves timelines and we want to have five year plans and 12 month plans. And the Lord ignored all the, the Lord plans. don't be working on our plans. It's his timing according to his time. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. all right, Lord. I accept it. I feel like there are just there's just so much in this. Right. We've talked about um, obedience. Right. God, God speaking directly to Noah, not Noah following what God commanded him to do. Um. We see a little bit of the head of the household coming out here. Noah being the man of God, being the head mm. of his household, save humanity, um, trust in God, patience. Okay, I mean it's just it's a whole lot coming out. Sacrifice, because I mean Noah was mm. old. Noah was old, <laughs> but, but was he old for that time? Like he was old for us. I think he was young. He lived to be nine hundred fifty. He wasn't even. Well, well, if he lived to be 900 something, he was at least more than halfway through his life. So he was like in his Because what, right. 450 would have been half. So he was like. He didn't have to return. He was in his prime. But didn't, didn't. So let me go back to this scripture because I'm almost certain. Okay, so wait. So if you look in Genesis 6, verse 3, God said. The normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. So you even though know. Noah, but that's, but that's moving forward. That's moving forward. But Noah, being 600, he was still obedient to God. He didn't. He, it doesn't say how long it took him to build the ark, but he was still obedient to God, knowing that humanity going forward had a a cap on their lifespan. Mm. He wasn't even mindful of that. He just he just did what God told him to do. He fulfilled his purpose regardless of how much time he had left on Earth. That was his focus. But he was already six hundred, so he had exceeded the hundred and twenty years. So he wouldn't, he wouldn't be tripping up in no way. Can we just talk he, about the fact he that? Wouldn't. But what about everybody else? Yeah. It's, that's like me saying. That's like me saying. And Lachelle, everybody after, I don't know, everybody going forward ain't gonna live past thirty. But in the meantime, Lachelle, I need you to go and build this new. What what store? I like Macy's. Lachelle, you go build this Macy's store by yourself. And you're gonna be like, ooh, everybody Macy's else ain't gonna live closing down. Ain't gonna ain't gonna live past 30, but he want me to go build a Macy's store by myself. You're not gonna be thinking like, dang Lord, if I'm if they're not gonna live till 30, do I need to be spending time with my family? Do I I'm gonna just go build this Macy's store? I feel like personally, I'd have been like, Well, I'm gonna go do what God told me to do, but how much time do I have left? Mm. Like if God said the max of a lifespan is 120 and I'm 600 and he's sending me to go fulfill my purpose, God, how long after my purpose is fulfilled? But you, you also know the Bible. Saying? Do you think the Bible was, we still in Genesis, the Bible wasn't even written in. So would Noah have even known that information? Well, who was God talking to? <laughs> Noah didn't write Genesis. Who wrote the book? No, no, no. I'm saying. Was God? Oh well, maybe he didn't. Well, who was the Lord talking he to? Might he might have said, "We gotta Google who wrote the Book of Genesis." Brb. Well, let me go I back to the beginning of Genesis now because who? So did no one not know that humanity was gonna be changed? Well, we that's we don't, I don't know. know if he necessarily said that too. No, yeah, but who was he talking? But about? I also wrote the Book of Genesis. I also think about the fact that. 600 years is a long time to live and he was called a righteous man after 600 years of living and we 
y'all, we be tired of doing the right and, thing after and we after about five minutes. Like mm. the Lord be like, okay, go out here, love the people, be kind. And first thing in the morning, we cuss the people out on the road. Like, how do you you live righteous? I didn't say cussing, not cu- like I will cussing, but I don't be cussing no more. Um, but I just feel like <laughs> that's a long time to live and be called like that is I would I would be like man 600 years of being a righteous man that is a long time I'd be struggling like okay for real all full transparency like in my mind I'd be like okay Lord I'm working on these things that you tell me to do you know I I'm 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 trying to be obedient I'm asking for instruction I'm doing all these things However, I need an outlet, right? And so my outlet of doing something that I want to do is sometimes at nighttime, I drive on the wrong side of the road, right? And I just, in my head, I'd be like, this is my outlet. If I'm going to do all these other things the Lord tell me to do, I need an outlet. I need to do one thing that's not technically okay and it'd be okay, right? And this man- No, no, we not agreeing. Six hundred years of being wait, a righteous re- man. Wait, you can't just skip past it. <laughs> what you mean? You drive on the wrong side of the road. So, like you know, we when you're driving, you're supposed to be on the right side, right? So, what I guess, yeah. So sometimes I go over the line at nighttime on the back roads, not the main road, on the back roads, and I'll drive on the left side. That's even worse because ain't no street lights on the back road. I got my lights on. I can see. We're gonna talk about this off, off the air because I'm finna, <laughs> I'm finna, you know, I'm finna get you together. You know, it's I'm just, about to get you together. It's just you that rebellious spirit. Yeah, but every, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm not cussing. I'm, I'm doing everything else you told me to do. Uh, for the you most know, part. in the Bible, you supposed to follow the rules of the land and the laws of the land, and you breaking okay, the law. So I'm not breaking. It. I'm not breaking. Some of the laws is opinions. Okay, some of them laws is not. Some of them laws is based. Tell in no, tell you, that's not how that works. Yes. That's not. I'm not oh, saying. I'm it. not saying I don't follow the law. I do follow the law. But think about okay, like jaywalking, right? Yeah. We're not going to play with you today. Law. No, right. Like, what are you doing? Somebody, some, some of the laws is unnecessary. I'm not hurting nobody. You know, you know how many people that got hit jaywalking? That's a necessary law. Okay, the 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 laws. Okay, some of the laws are necessary. I'm just saying. The Bible. That's a long time. That's a long time to be a righteous man. Okay, because I be that feeling is. like I need an outlet. That'd be my That's outlet. A long time. But and from this point forward, according to everybody on this podcast, I don't do that no more because y'all ain't gonna report me to the police. <laughs> I ain't gonna report you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you I ain't got to worry saying. about me telling the police, but I'm gonna call Not your mama. y'all. I'm talking to my mama yeah. knows. I'm talking about all the people listening. My mother knows. She knows. She'd be like, Talisha, you need to stop that. And I'd be like, listen, like, this is my one thing. Let me leave. So your mama feel like we do. Got you. Got you, got you, got you. That's because y'all all want to follow the law. Uh, because we supposed no. to. No, I'm just... 
we are supposed yeah. to follow the law. Don't nobody else do that. Don't nobody else do that. That's just me and the Lord will work that out. But that's a long time. Yeah, We're gonna righteous. pray for you. Thank you. You ain't you ain't never lied. We sure will. And I just think, first of all, we need to just give Noah a round of applause because that is commendable. That's commendable. It really is. But I feel like I mean every every person has a purpose, right? And if this was this was obviously Noah's purpose. So then right. he he was a, he carried himself the way he was supposed to according to God's plan and God's will for his life for the sake of humanity. Hmm. So I mean Noah definitely gets po- kudos, kudos, kudos. You give people kudos. Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah. I mean, that's what he was. That was his purpose. He fulfilled his purpose. Had had Noah not, we wouldn't be talking. That's true. So, I I mean, that just goes to show everybody will understand your purpose. Can you? I just don't. I mean, literally, did he live next to a lake or something? Because, sir, where did you where did you put this boat? Right, like everybody ain't gonna understand your purpose. Everybody ain't gonna understand. Ain't that the the mission that the good Lord put you on? But you got but to, you got to stay like... strong. No, that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm just the the idea of him building this boat. Where oh. where did he put this boat? He, he was on a mission. A cruise ship. Yeah, it had to be right. <clears throat> but you you you're absolutely right. People, everybody is not going to understand the purpose that God has for you and where He's taking you. But also, Noah moved in faith without even having the whole play like God only gave him part of the play in the beginning he never said you know this how long you gonna be on the boat this how long you gotta wait it was just indefinite you know what I mean he gave Mm -hmm. him pieces at a time but Noah still was like well I'm gonna move with these pieces and I think even even more so trying to explain you know what you're doing and you don't even have all the pieces together you know what I mean because God hasn't revealed that to you but you're moving in faith and not allowing you know other people's questions or them looking at you crazy like okay well you know how long you gonna be on the boat like what's going on you know (laughs) not allowing questions like that to deter you from what God is telling you to do and you know thinking about it in in real time like our time God might tell somebody to quit their job and go do something else, go start something. And somebody be like, okay, well, how are you going to make money? I don't know that yet. The Lord didn't reveal that part yet, but I can't allow that question to keep me from moving when God tells me to move, you know? So thinking about it, like in our time, God might say, get up and move to another state. Where are you about to live? What are you going to do when you get there? The Lord didn't tell me that yet. He just told me to move. And mm-hmm. being obedient enough and trusting God enough to move even when you don't have all the pieces of the play. Because yeah, sometimes I'd be like, oh, oh, okay, God, well, if you say so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can give me a little bit well, more information, and, I'll take that too. But <laughs> And when you say that, Ty, it takes me back. I know you mentioned um, the FU series before. But the Crazy Face series too by Michael mm, Todd, Pastor Michael yeah. Todd, and I think that that's probably one of my um, favorite series he's done, just because it talks about like some of the very things you just mentioned, like 
moving to a different city, like you getting this word from God and this message from God, and you your spirit is conflicting, you know, your flesh is conflicting with your spirit and it's like making those tough decisions. But if you know you heard this, you know, why not be obedient and why not do, you know, what he said to do and then having the crazy faith to believe that he will provide. And I think that's where um they can be. I'm not telling people to quit their job, move to a new city because you know I ain't that ain't me listen, listen, for Lord. Lord. listen for the Lord listen for the Lord mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am saying that that speaks to the crazy faith that you should have or the faith of a mustard seed and to truly believe that if you heard this from the Lord that he will provide for your needs and you won't be suffering or you know and that's not to say that you want to go through trials and tribulations or hard times because that's just gonna come um, but ultimately you know his will would, would, would be done it will if prevail you, if you hear from the Lord. And I think that also, even like in that, making sure when we are doing stuff that we are, we're able to recognize God's voice and recognize Him telling us to do something versus just like, oh, I thought this in my head and I'm acting off of my own thoughts, you know? Because, like I said earlier, like, how no. <laughs> How did no one know he wasn't hearing voices, but he was hearing <laughs> God? But clearly, he had this relationship with God already to the point where when God spoke to him, he knew it was God. He recognized God's voice and was able to act based off of that. And so, even mm-hmm. having that relationship with God to be able to know, is this really him telling me to move, or is it, am I just doing what I want to do? And even sometimes when we question it, because I literally just had this happen last week. So you know, the Lord told me to do something recently and I was kind of like, I don't know if this was God or if this is just me doing what I want to do. And so I prayed and I was like, you know, God, if this is where you are taking me, please just give me confirmation that this is where you want me to go. And when I say literally all last week, God was giving me confirmation in so many different ways. I mean, like in therapy that I'm listening to, we were doing um, the pray for your future spouse challenge last week the stuff that he was talking about, then I'm going to stuff for my job. And it was like, in all of these things, I was literally getting confirmation on the thing that God told me to do. And I was just like, okay, this wasn't me. This wasn't me. So even if it is, you know, sometimes where you feel like you have to question it, or you like, let me just make sure I'm not just doing what I want to do. Because sometimes the things that God tells us to do, do line up. I feel like with things that we actually desire or that we want for ourselves. And that's why sometimes I have to like double check and be like, okay, Lord, am I just doing what I feel like doing? Or did you really tell me to do this? And he gave me so much confirmation. And so I think, you know, taking the time to pray, but also making sure that you have that relationship with God to where you can recognize when he is speaking to you, when he's moving you and things like that. Yes, ma'am. That was a good, that was a good nugget. All right. Do we want to cover anything else on the show? I feel like we didn't hit a whole lot. I think we did. So so our takeaways from Noah, we talked about him being the head of his household. Him he being, was the man, honey. Uh, mm-hmm. Big, strong. St- is it okay, we didn't, he, they, they didn't say nothing about no big, strong. Big, strong. <laughs> maintenance <laughs> muscle man. He out here he building had boats. He's a handyman of the century because he I said, mean, I, I, 
Go Maybe ahead. if you can build a boat, you can build a house. <laughs> Imagine how many oak trees he had to cut down to build that boat. A whole forest. As a matter of fact, he built it in the middle of the forest. Maybe nobody ever seen him building a boat because he was in the middle of the forest cutting down the trees. He's like, I'm just going to do it here. Is, is, um, that, is that another nugget? If the good Lord tell you to do something, he going to give you the resources you need to get it. Hey, baby. Come on. Look okay. at another nugget popping out. <laughs> okay. Because he's going to provide. Listen, he will provide the resources even when you go. To, it don't even look like you're going where you're going. Hello. You'll be like, I just read. Oh my goodness, I just read. Oh, I think it was an Isaiah somewhere, but it was talking about how God was like taking. He's taking the people, and I can't remember the story offhand, but he was taking them into like a different land, and it was saying how God can turn deserts into pools you know, and make the, make whatever you need it to be for what he's calling you to, like he can turn that space into that. So even if I'm going somewhere that looks like a desert, God can make that, that ground and that soil fruitful and he can make the pool turn into a desert or the desert turn into the pool, whatever is necessary for what he's calling you to. So listen, the Lord, he don't, he don't play when he say move, he got a plan and he got a purpose and he going to provide for you in that space. All right. So the, the scripture it is Psalms 107 verse 35. You can actually start back at like 32 and read down to 37, 38 ish. But God taking them into this place and basically saying he's he's going to provide whatever they need in that land. They don't have to worry about trying to figure it out because he's already going to prepare that for him. So even when it looks like we're going somewhere that doesn't quite make sense or going somewhere where that don't look like that's going to take me where God said I'm supposed to be going. We have to realize that God's thoughts are higher than ours and that we don't, you know, what, what did God say? Your your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. So even when we don't get it, when we don't understand, we have to still walk in faith just like Noah did and do that crazy thing, you know, that might not make sense to us or anybody else and just trust God in that process. And sometimes it's even in plain sight. How many times in the Bible did they turn a loaf of bread and a fish into, into plenty for everybody to eat? Or turning that, that water into wine when they ran out at that wedding. God God will do the works right in front of us. All we got to do is believe it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Somebody auntie. Yeah. Wait, I really am somebody auntie, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to introduce something and I know y'all like, what did you talk about? So we do this thing at work where we do like, we call them action commitments and after every meeting, no matter if we have 50 meetings a week or if we have one, it's something that we're going to do until the next time we convene um, to be intentional after what we did. And I want to start doing something like that here. Um, what can be our action today or what we discussed today that we either apply to our life or something that you want to improve on? What is your action commitment moving on to the next time we meet? You want one from us personally or do yeah. we... Are we- Oh, okay. I was gonna say we should just tell our, our followers to go read yeah. Noah's well, story. Our, listen, our listeners, well, your so we don't want to get, but we also <laughs> don't want to give them action commitments because that might not be where they at, right? It right. could be something that's as much true. as like 
I, I want to start praying or I want to start listening for God's word. Or if they already read Noah's story, because we all know that, you know, this is like one of the elementary stories, they might not need that. So, I mean, I think we can pose the action, you know, the question to them as well, but let them have the autonomy over their action. So they, they action, is, is it action community? Action commitment. Action commitment. commitment. So y'all action okay. commitment is to come up with your own action commitment. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. real. Hmm. That's something that I gotta think about that. I gotta think about that. I mean, there are definitely things that I mean, we just had like light bulbs go off, right? About a few takeaways from just Noah's story. Um it went when God tells you to do something, trust it. Some and, and I, I'm hard headed. I think we figured that out in the earlier episodes. Um just leaning on that faith, leaning in, tapping into it. Ultimately, you know, stop questioning God so much, maybe kind of sort of sometimes, not really. Told you I was hard headed. <laughs> I think my action commitment would be being okay with leaving things behind that God said can't go with us into the next season. Um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes. Even especially when it comes to people, that's a hard thing for me because I'd be like, "Well, but God, I mean, I can still talk to them, right? You know, like just trying to <laughs> figure out a way to have my cake and eat it too, in a sense of doing what I want to do as opposed to just what God is telling me to do." So I think being okay with leaving things behind, and even if it's challenging you know, praying for the strength to be able to do that and and to let go of those things so that I can step into my purpose and not have to carry my vices or, you know, people that God might be trying to separate me from with me. What's your shell? Um, my action commitment is I'm working on this list that I'm of uh, 300 things. I kind of stole it from Steve Harvey and one of his motivational messages. Um, of 300 things that I'm asking God for and believing God for, so I want to finish my li- my list into by the time we meet again. I only got oh, like that's wonderful. That's and, wonderful. Yeah, it's a beautiful exercise. And I think it go hand in hand because it's talking about faith, and literally the the list is based off your faith and what you're asking God mm. for, God for. So I want to finish my list because it's hard writing 300 things uh, of like your wants, you know, and needs. And like believing to those. So we're gonna do an action commitment each week. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, of what, of what on, you can yeah. do to, to the next time we meet, though. So it's only a week long. So, oh, okay. So well, oh, I thought you wanted something tied to today's yeah. chat. Well, okay, so I'm gonna it's, try to it's both and so like it can be obedient. So like say for instance, it was something on your heart where you know, you know, you should be obedient. Like you just said, you hard headed. So, uh, action commitment. I'm not saying that you got something that you're being hard headed about. I'm not implying that. I'm using. Oh, baby, I do. But it can be like, you know, or like, for instance, you talked about your forgiveness thing. So it can be like, I want to. I've been struggling with this specific name on my list. I want to be intentional about this name this week and not keep going around it. Uh, something like that. Like that's an action commitment that's is tangible that you can commit to or and or do in seven days until we reconvene. Okay. And, that, and that ties into the story because that's obedience because God already put it on your heart to forgive these people and you already made your list. So that's an example. Okay. I'm be okay. okay, I'm be prepared. I'll be ready next time. Yeah. Okay. So y'all come up with y'all action commitments and then 
you know, y'all go uh, follow us on Instagram or Facebook and y'all can drop y'all action commitments in the comments. There you go. Ooh, there it is. Boom. Okay. All right. We did that. Come we on now. That. Also, um, a couple of church announcements. A couple of church announcements. All right. <laughs> <laughs> The first church announcement, if y'all haven't gone and listened to that new Jonathan McReynolds, y'all need to go jump on that because, baby, it is beautiful. Um, Currently, my repeat song is um, For Myself. Again, if y'all haven't listened to that one yet, ooh, it's, it's, it's a game changer. It's also another one on there about being strong. I think it's called Overrated. That's another good one. So I just wanted to go ahead and share that little nugget with y'all as well. Um, I think that was all my church announcements. <laughs> no, for real, I had another one, but I really can't think of um, what it was. So if it comes back to me, I'll share it with y'all next week. Okay, but did you go listen to More Like You, the song I sent you? I did. I listened to it when you sent it to me the first time. I did. It, did. it didn't make your list? I thought I thought that I I thought that I told you. I mean, that's your church announcement. So, Queen, do you have any church announcements? No. Her church pearl. announcement is to go listen to more like you. Can you more tell like, us who more, is by? Todd. I don't know Todd's last name. <laughs> I don't know Todd's last name. <laughs> go to YouTube and type in more like you, and type in Todd, and it it I'm sure to show up. It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. All right, or or go listen to the Lord's song. And that's by Auntie. What's Auntie's name? Miranda. What's Miranda's last name? Curtis? Auntie Miranda. Look up Auntie Miranda. I, why are we adding in all these commitments? No, no, we're not. We're not, these, we're not adding additional commitments. We just letting people... Listen, when we... When we experience something that moves us we should share it with the other people of God you know what I'm saying it might move them too we don't know what they need that's how I use my my faith I mean not my Facebook my Instagram when I see stuff that pours into me I share it and I say if it's for you it's for you so well next know, week I'm gonna get y'all a checklist how there you this? go that's what that's I, <laughs> I'm not gonna play with y'all. Uh, oh, that's the other church announcement. Y'all, y'all might listen to this at a different date, but tomorrow is Lent, so uh, we in prayer for y'all that's giving up stuff for Lent, um, in preparation for Easter. And I know not not everybody does Lent, that's okay. Um, but for those of you that are, I'm I'm going ahead and I'm gonna be praying for y'all as you separate yourself and take this time away. Because, you know, letting go can be difficult. We just talked about that. It is. So, it's, it's a struggle over nah, already. We're going to let go and let God. Listen, started, we started... One thing I started a week early just because I knew it was going to be a, a pet. I didn't want to struggle and have to start my 40 days over. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 11 days in and child, this flesh is fighting, fighting with my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not funny what she said, y'all, but this dance she just did. This, this show, the dance. This, this show that the action. Dance. Oh, oh Lord. But yeah, we're gonna be praying for y'all on y'all journey. Y'all pray for us too, cause the struggle is real, baby. Keep, keep us lifting. As I minister to you, I minister mm. to you. All right, Shell. Well, sing us into a closing prayer, honey. Amen. Okay. It, 
Everybody bow your heads and close your eyes. Kamika, close your eyes. <laughs> you will not say it like that, first of all. <laughs> or are you playing with the Lord's power? Talisha, close your eyes. Don't let your best friend distract you. This ain't nothing but the red person on your shoulder. All right. And this why this why I would have had to leave her off the boat. <laughs> she wasn't making a boat. Yeah, she can't get on the boat. She, she won't keep she her eyes closed. She would have be hard headed. She would have be hard headed. Trying to see what I'm doing over here when I'm gonna pray over y'all. Okay. Child. Okay. I'm sorry. Everybody close your eyes. Kamika. All right, Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to have this. Um, platform to to witness to your people and ultimately draw people closer to you. Um, God, just um, we ask you to watch over us as we depart, um, and also to our listeners. Um, I ask you to heal the places that they need healing. Speak to them when they need you the most, um, and make the vision clear and plain for them. Um, moving forward, allow us to hear your voice clearly. Um, so we can follow in your footsteps and not doing things that we think we should do, but we know we should do that's important to your will. Um, we thank you. And we love you. And yes, son, Jesus. And we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Until next time. Until next time. Good night. Good morning. And good afternoon. All right, y'all. Another opportunity for us to keep it real. May the good Lord bless you and may the good Lord keep you. Until next time, Triple Faith signing out.